This week on the Fake Outrage Report, we talk about appropriate places to put Nazi signs, best uses for cat roadkill, and lazy millennial terrorists. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, everybody. Phil Kazi here with you as always. Sandeep Sen, how was your week? Uh, my week was great. Uh, we just had a party for the debate, the first debate. Yeah, I don't. I'm not really a politics guy, as everyone here knows, and right. all 15 of our listeners know. But um, yeah, I went to your place. We sat. It was almost like a Super Bowl party. There were like a 30 people in your apartment, all huddled around a projector right. screen. For the people who aren't that into the debates, I had a lot of alcohol and pizza. You, so I, and I was there's something for everyone. Yeah, I I definitely came and drank a lot of tequila and. I actually enjoyed the debate towards the end as I was, like, sufficiently drunk. So That's the idea. That was definitely a good time. Quick NFL update. The Bears are still terrible. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. To... They didn't suddenly get <laughs> pick up Tom Brady in the off week. Yeah, I wanted to mention that to you because we've been talking about that each week on the show. But you heard it here first. To my defense, I called them as being terrible before they What's your over-under this year? How many wins are they going to get? Uh, I'm going to... Four. Four? Yeah. Okay. And our guest today is somebody who I don't think cares that much about sports. Very little. Sam Haft, welcome back to the show. Hey, good second to be time back. with us here. And uh, Sam, I understand you're going on tour soon. Yes. Uh, well, I pushed it back to January. It was going to be October because I was self-releasing like a music comedy duo album with my music comedy duo. Plug, plug, plug. Sam and Bill. Samandbill.com. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were going to tour in October. It was going to be called The Nice Men Cometh. It's still going to be called that. But we got um, an indie comedy label record deal with uh, these guys called BC Media. They're great. They're based out of uh, Atlanta. And uh, we're going to be releasing an album in January. So we're going to move the album tour for to to be then how many cities you hitting uh we are starting in new york of course and then we are going up to new haven boston providence burlington and then montreal because uh brunch hell yeah 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 my back home friends go check them out in providence yeah it's only 20 oh, minute drive don't be fucking lazy oh my god uh it just occurred to me now that i'm all uh, we're probably going to be in montreal in like the coldest week of the year which is that's going to be Real fantastic. My ex is from Montreal. It'll be as cold as her heart. Anyway, ah, let's move on. <laughs> Any other projects you've gone on, Mr. Um, Haft? Yeah, I mean, I, I have a, a movie thing that I can't talk about a lot, uh, but I have just, I don't know, go to samhaft.com and, and enjoy. This enjoy is supposed to be sweet. the end of the show, Phil, that I do this. Well, we No, we always do this up front because oh. you know what happened was the first few episodes, uh, me and Jay would always light up and I would just forget and uh, as I was dude. editing later, I'd be like, oh, shit, I forgot to offer that person anything to talk about themselves. And so now yeah. I do it right in the front. Okay, just do that. So I don't um, sound like a dickhead. Uh, follow me on Twitter, I guess, at Sam Haft to read things that would probably not let me get an SNL job. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you used to light up and then and then would forget shit. And your solution was just to change the order and, and keep lighting up. That was that was the conclusion you came to. Well, clearly. Mm. I, I, do we see any other way out of that? Because I don't. Right. I mean, I'm not sure he's, he's a man with ideas. I, I'm not sure what you're uh, suggesting here, Sandeep. But, uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. We'll, all right. We'll just get started. Stop writing to some outrage here. First, I just want to say that I owe Sam an apology because Ooh. we've had him on the show twice, and both times we're going to be talking about Nazi-related things. Oh, cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Very fitting. Yeah. I, oh, no, uh, I love it. I, believe me, I'm, I'm psyched. Okay. I really am. So this story comes from England, from Oxfordshire, England. Some pictures popped up online and got some outrage. 
swinging in the Outrage universe of Blenheim Palace. And that might not mean much to us here, but Blenheim Palace was covered in Nazi memorabilia, swastikas. There were guys dressed up in SS uniforms walking around. There were tanks parked out front. Why, you ask? <laughs> Is because they're filming the new Transformers 5 movie in England. And that was the site they decided to use for filming some of the Nazi headquarters scenes. Which is also just, I like that we're not yet questioning like, oh yeah, Transformers 5 and their Nazi headquarters scenes. <laughs> that does not make any sense. I don't remember the episode of Transformers where Hitler shows up. <laughs> <laughs> and so the outrage is because Blenheim Palace... And again, that doesn't mean much to us in the U.S., but that is the birthplace and the burial site of the famous Winston Churchill, who I had yeah. to Google because I've heard the name, but honestly didn't know who the fuck that person was because I don't know history all that well. Sonny is that's, laughing that's at me very really hard right now. sad for, for you and for all of us, <laughs> more really. So is. I'm embarrassed just being a part of this now. Yeah, well, um, you, know all the, you know all the Transformers, but Winston Churchill, like, no, wait, I don't know. This, I don't know any of the Transformers. Who's this character? Yeah. No, I don't remember that character in the Transformers. So yeah, Winston Churchill, and I, I really didn't know. I knew the name. I knew he existed. And so for those of you who also don't know who he was, he was very famous There's for fighting nobody against... else who doesn't know who he was, Phil. <laughs> nobody. You're the one. World War II. And so that's why people this are This is why you shouldn't smoke pot, kids. This is... <laughs> and so the outrage is because is stemmed from the fact that on this person's burial ground who is famous for fighting the nazi is there filming a nazi headquarters scene or two for the new transformers 5 movie people tend to be up in arms about that i don't i don't care it's stupid um i think if you put nazi anything on anything it's probably a bad idea and it doesn't matter what that thing is <laughs> like they could put they could put nazi banners on my house and it would be just as bad like it would like if you put a swastika on it you're probably making a bad decision it doesn't matter whose house it was so you don't I, think the fact that it was a person who was a war hero fighting against the germans makes it worse i think counting this in shades of wrong is stupid because i think when you get to the i think <laughs> I are you think, saying swastikas in general are bad I'm not a fan, uh, personally. I, I have to say, I, I, I don't really enjoy their work. Um, but is I it that you didn't like the aesthetics or uh, I, I the, the color the scheme? Argument color scheme is going to eventually come down to, like, oh, what would be a, a nice place for a swastika? And that's a stupid, if your argument ends there, that's, it's a stupid argument. I think like a tram stamp, so you could come on it. Oh, that'd be a great place for a swastika. That'd be great, yeah. Just rub my Jewish cum into that. You're right. <laughs> Wasn't there something, you know, like, you're, you're dominating it. Yeah. So who's mad in this situation? The people who are mad are people from Britain. Specifically, the most mad are a bunch of World War II vets who are very mad about this. One of them, his name is Richard Kemp, ex-commander. He says that Churchill is turning in his grave and that it is insulting to the memory of the greatest war leader our country's ever had. What if Churchill is a Transformers fan? <laughs> <laughs> Some of these comics are turning to old, try right? to get a better so, angle. To yeah. like, yeah. like, like shit. When did Transformers come out? Uh, That's the same half after question. Churchill. After Churchill. After Churchill. <laughs> not not pre. No. Not I, around the same was, time. They they weren't. If they were not uh, written by Walt Disney, no. 
<laughs> so well, because I know some of those comic and books. Also, Walt Disney age... liked Hitler a lot more than Churchill did. <laughs> that is very true. Now that you mention it, yeah, they should have used Disney's house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been way more fitting, certainly. And there are a couple of responses to this, to the outrage, because we always have to hear the back and forth. One of them is from Michael Bay. Okay. I'm just I'm angry that I have to yeah. quote Michael Bay. I, I can't wait any, to hear his opinion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. Um, Michael wait, Bay, what am I missing? Is Michael Bay some sort of? I mean, I, he's he's the director, right? Wait, so I didn't know who Churchill was. Sandeep doesn't know who You're Michael Bay is. Definitely worse, Phil. I'm you still are, worse. You are so wait much minute, worse. Wait a minute. Isn't Michael Bay the, a movie director? <laughs> yes, he's yes. the director of Transformers Five. And right, so wait, why was I wait? I knew who he was then. I, oh, like, I can't even. Okay, I can't. you seemed very confused when I said no, the name. No, but why were you? You had an emotional reaction towards him. So I, I don't understand. He gets because an emotional because everything reaction, he makes is shit. Okay, but that's okay. a different topic. I'm I'm outraged that they're making a fifth Transformers movie. I'm outraged that Michael Bay is allowed to roam free after making that Benghazi movie. Exactly. I feel like he should have been put on a Benghazi hearing. So Michael Bay, uh, when asked about the site, the venue for this filming of the Transformers, he said, when you see the movie, you'll understand. No, you won't. I've seen a Transformers movie. You don't understand shit. I still don't. I think I, I don't understand the outrage because when you're making a movie and it's mm -hmm. like it you're supposed like the bad guys are supposed to take over iconic scenes. That's what's like, you know, Independence Day, they blew up the White House. Like that's what you want, that irony. Like you want, oh, the, the, the birthplace of the guy who defeated the Nazis. Oh, no, look in this terrible scenario. Now the Nazis are taken over and now the good guys have to come and get the Nazis I back. Mean, I that's the whole point I of the movie. That any movie, right? something for like a serious movie. But for Transformers 5, I don't know that it carries a lot of symbolic weight. Well, in Independence Day, which was not a serious... It's the same okay, idea, right? don't besmirch Independence Day. Don't lump that in. <laughs> what? Uh, don't mix Roland Emmerich with uh, Michael Bay. Uh, no, oh, actually, Roland Emmerich's a piece of shit, too. Although I hear the new Independence Day is about on par with a Michael Bay film, so... Oh, yeah, I, I'm not... I didn't see the new one. I'm not gonna wait, see the new Independence one. was Independence Day considered some a cinematic masterpiece? Am I, what am I missing no, here? No, but it was considered, like, a symbol. It was like, okay, it's a stupid popcorn movie, but it represents, like, unity for all people because it's not gonna be America's Independence Day. Now it's the world's Independence yeah. Day because we all beat the aliens, but mostly America. Yeah. Whereas swastikas, they really represent unity for just some people yeah i think that's <laughs> sort of very very, very no, exclusive the, club. The, the defeating of the nazis that represent that's like as unifying for the world wasn't it except uh, for i just have no not in, the whole world i i just don't think like making a uh making the nazis take over england is like worth the payoff of like oh but mark Wahlberg makes friends with optimus prime like that's <laughs> it doesn't seem like a like a <laughs> like justice to me <laughs> so back to the outrage on this one so then after michael bay defended the decision churchill's grandson hopped in to actually defend the decision really yeah which that, that there kinda, you go yeah and he said that they have no idea how my grandfather would have felt about this and he said that the story was absurd and pathetic the story meaning like the way the media right. released the story, like all the outrage. On I it. mean, I think based on the entire life and everything Winston Churchill has said, we can guess what he would think. <laughs> yeah, an educated guess. Yeah. Unless I you're mean, me, apparently. I, I also think if there were, you know, maybe hundreds of thousands of people that studied my grandfather, they would probably know what he thought better than me who knew him for, you know, 17 years yeah. as like a child. 
Like I, I definitely knew very well his opinions on uh, dessert, on, <laughs> uh, on whether I'm cute. Um, on hard uh, candy, on on yelling at his wife, like I I knew his opinions on, but uh, but I don't. We didn't talk politics at home when I was like nine and visiting Pop Pop. No, Fox News wasn't out then. They weren't. No, it uh, wasn't like he hey wasn't hey, to... hey Pop Pop. What would happen if I covered your house in swastikas? <laughs> Although I can guess that. I mean, he was Jewish. I don't think he would have liked that. Yeah, he probably would not appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. And well, what so, if he was like, wait a minute, as long as it's in this context of Transformers. Yeah. Wait, do I get to meet Will Mark Wahlberg be there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so as far as a verdict goes in this one, uh, I'm going to go legit outrage. I think it's pretty ridiculous because like, you really couldn't have found another uh, building anywhere in Europe or anywhere to film this scene. It had to be Churchill's burial site it had to be like really they couldn't have gone to scotland or poland or there are a lot of poland. big old buildings yeah that's what i'm saying UK. yeah uh, do you did the hosts go first i don't know oh, nobody I cares don't know. yeah there's We're no not professionals oh, okay well i would say i mean i would say it's real outrage but it's also i also think the whole thing is dumb like as i said like the whole <laughs> argument of like where should we put the swastikas is silly and stupid <laughs> you it's michael bay shouldn't be putting swastikas on anything but given that he is, he picked a pretty bad place. Yeah. And again, Michael Bay, I don't think is a, uh, you know, Holocaust denier or anything. Like, I don't think that. No, I think he loves everything that's like, oh, America did shit. Yeah. Fucking Brr. we kicked Hitler in the butt. Yeah. Like, I don't think the filming scout was like, we're going to pull a funny and we're going to hang swastikas in Churchill's birth site. Like, yeah. I don't think that was a conversation that took place. It's just it's a lazy location scouting is what it is. Oh, totally. And so that's I have to go legit outrage just because it's just it's in very, very, very very poor taste and i i think we're, i want to echo what you said if you're arguing about where to put swastikas eh, yeah bad decisions sandeep well i'm gonna be outvoted here but i think it's completely fake outrage <laughs> this is a tired movie formula where they put some they they destroy iconic landmarks and that's the whole idea is then you you get mad and then orders restored by uh, optimus prime and then we have to really root i mean no one gives a shit about optimus prime normally now now that they fucked with Churchill's burial ground. Now I want, now I really want them to transform into <laughs> world saving beings. I am, however, very outraged that there's a Transformers 5. This shit has got to stop. These oh, yeah. endless sequels of crappy movies. Specifically that franchise, too. It's so right. bad. I don't even think they know what's happening anymore in them. Like, I don't think the writer knows. He, I think it's like um, if you saw the Fast and the Furious movies, they have a story now, but there was a while. Where in like three or four, like Tokyo Drift, they were like, should we have a story? And yeah. they were like, okay, I guess it's a shared universe. Maybe Vin Diesel's here later. But like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. where they just didn't know what was going on. Well, and I the, feel like Transformers the, the hidden is going scene three, that. and then four, they started setting up what happened in the next two or three movies. And the last two or three are actually good movies. The last two are, th okay, well, the last two or three are fun movies. Well, I'm not going to put it up against, you know, anything that's oscar worthy but i'm saying like it's more enjoyable than a transformers movie or that's any true. other sucky, i mean you know look, popcorn look, uh furious seven wasn't spotlight but it it had <laughs> it had some good moments i think you should watch more historical <laughs> historical <laughs> movies and documentaries yeah apparently i need to do way, that way too much fast and the furious and transformers oh, i don't movie actually i'm you. not going to defend that franchise to the death either 
I used to make fun of those guys in high school because that was when. The, that, see, this is the weird thing about that franchise is that it's it been ma- going forever. It somehow transcended a whole generation. Like it came out in like what 1999 I mean, think about or something. The X Men series. That, yeah, that's that another one's one. been going yeah. since like 2001. <clears throat> And they, man- they managed forever. to recast and pass the baton off to an entirely younger cast now. It's crazy. And it's like still same fucking universe, same everything. It's nuts. <laughs> yeah, they did a good job on that one. So put a put a uh, bow on that one. Two to one, legit outrage on the Churchill house. Uh, unless we count Churchill's grandson, in which case we're tied. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> I say we bring him at in. At the same time, like Michael Bay puts CGI on everything. Just throw the swastikas on in post. Big old green screen banners. Yeah. Done. Could have avoided this whole thing. Yeah, and the picture, by the way, like, they were massive banners. Yeah. They were, like, I, I don't know how many stories that, that palace is, but it was, like, you know, four or five-story tall, huge red and black, like, the classic-looking <laughs> Nazi paraphernalia banners. Yeah, so then when that made it to the internet, obviously there was some... And here's the thing. Eventually that movie's going to be done shooting, and they'll have these massive swastika <laughs> banners lying around. <laughs> they could have done this in post. And some production notes from Sam Haft. Are you listening, Michael Bay? No. Can you hear he's, us? He's not. He's not one of our I'll 12 tell you listeners. Right now. Oh, if only. <laughs> so let's move on to another part of the world and something that is in arguably the same level of poor taste. This, uh, this one's from New Zealand, from Christchurch, New Zealand. Second week in a row we've had New Zealand, by the way. They've gotten freaky on the show with us. They're fucking up, New Zealand. Hey, they, yeah, yeah they're. They're making some noise. They're, they're coming into the... They, they want to be on this podcast. And so there was some outrage in New Zealand over an ad that came up on a website called Trade Me, which is like their version of eBay. It's like an online auction site. But I guess only for sheep or something. <laughs> close. Just for <laughs> close. Sheep and like old elf ears from the set of all the Lord of the Rings movies. <laughs> exactly. And there's an item on Trade Me called the One-Off Glamour Puss Purse. Made by a taxidermist named Claire Hobbs, Ooh. and it is exactly what it sounds like. It's a cat. It's, it's a cat with a zipper <laughs> on it that you put stuff in. Yes, exactly. I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of that was my initial reaction Look, too. I can't. It's <laughs> the person who gets it is weird. If you were like, oh hey, yeah, hey, I'm gonna buy the glamour puss purse, I'd be like, you're a weird person. But I'm not gonna dispute the ability for weird people to go out and weird all over the place. Yeah, no, it's freedom of dead cats, I guess. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know where that is in the Bill of Rights. But anyway, so this is being sold on this site for 1450 New Zealand dollars, which is the equivalent of about 1000 American dollars. I had to Google that conversion. And the ad says that it will grab attention wherever you go. And Accurate. Accurate. Yeah, right. And then also at the bottom, there was a disclaimer, and it said, no animals were killed or harmed to create this piece. Also true. Also true. And that's why I don't really have a, a massive, massive problem with this. But some people do. Well, uh, yeah, just to be clear, it's, it's still, it's a real cat. Yes. That was. It that, was living. Now it's that dead. That died of, well, of that died causes. of roadkill. It, it got hit <laughs> oh, on the road. Oh, it was Yes, cat. it was roadkill cat. It got, and, and she put it in her freezer for three months, from what I understand. Is that the from, taxidermy process, though? Because I don't, I know nothing about preserving and stuffing things. I'm pretty sure being in your freezer is not part of the taxidermy (laughs) process. (laughs) It must be frozen for a period of 90 days. In your freezer. (laughs) It must be frozen next to your DiGiorno. (laughs) 
So if somebody said, I'm going to turn roadkill into $1,000, I think that, that's I think just ingenuity, man. I think it's fucking cool. I mean, it's gross, <laughs> and I would never want to have it or even see it, really. But I think it, uh, conceptually, it's neat. Whatever. There's uh, Roadkill's probably like turning roadkill into into purses sort is probably of like one third of the things you can do in New Zealand. So <laughs> I, I mean, when life gives you roadkill, make purses. That's a, you know, that's a... Is that's that what a they say in Chicago? Philosophy. Is that what they used to tell you in the? It's it's you know, <laughs> it's a good it's a good motto to live by. She had it. <laughs> she turned the roadkill into thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, if you can, if the opportunity is there, and I think I want to ex- extend upon what you said a minute ago. The kind of the target market for this, they're just they're just weird people. Very narrow, very the, narrow target yeah, market. Because you have to be weird, but then you have to have a thousand dollars to burn. Yeah, I, I also, don't understand the Venn diagram. I don't understand those two. Well, those I think two I things know the people. I think the only people in the center sliver of that Venn diagram of people who have a thousand dollars to burn on a taxidermy cat purse are other people who would make a taxidermy cat purse. I think it's just other novelty taxidermists that might buy No, this. see, I think it's the same category of person who... Or Nick Cage. Or Nick Cage. <laughs> Nick Cage would buy this. <laughs> I didn't know he was into that. Is that, is that a he's, Nick Cage trivia fact? He's all into, like, weird, like, occult, like, strange objects. You know, he's, he's a very... He'll, he'll like take just like things that he's like, I, they have a negative energy. I love it. Like he's, he's a fucking weirdo, but he'd waste his money on this. But I think the people who'd buy this thing, aside from Nick Cage, I think it's the same kind of person that owns like a, like the mink coat and the mink scarf. It's, it's that kind of thing. No, I, mink- I do. I think it's an old rich divorced lady. Accessory. No, I, a mink I coat seems kind of classy old money. Yeah, there's this is a cat purse and it has a head. This and is, you can see the head of the, I don't know. Yeah, this there's is a not, picture. <laughs> the head of the cat is like on the on the purse. Yeah, yeah. This is not it's, for rich ladies, Phil. Yeah, I, no, you don't think so? Absolutely. It's the same I category. It's for serial killers. It's, it's a dead animal that, no, that no, is no, wearing. It's, it's, for, it's, it's for dudes who think they're very dark and deep and want to date, you know, like goth Zoe Deschanel's. Like that's. <laughs> For who it's just like, does this make me interesting? Like that's what it is. It's and a purse though, so it's geared towards women. Yeah. That's why it, I went. They with have the, like interchangeable bands, right? Yeah, but this. is there really a gender standard on taxidermy animals? <laughs> right. Like uh I think there is no on one's purses, gonna look though. at that. No one's gonna look at the cat purse and go like, that's for ladies. That's <laughs> not gonna happen. <laughs> But it's fur. It's, it's for no and one. It's, it's technically it's a for purse. transgendered weird, <laughs> weird people <laughs> with money to burn. That's the market there. Nick Cage and transgendered Trans, weird. Transgendered Nick Cage <laughs> is the market. I, I'm not picking up the correlation. I'm not either, but I'm going with it. <laughs> this is comedy, Phil. You say yes and. Right. <laughs> but I, I was just thinking, like, what if this started a trend? What if, like, somebody actually thought it was cool and got one and then... They had to like this guy. This person suddenly had like a demand for like a thousand more dead cat purses. He'd have to just be driving around New Zealand, like trying to run down cats. If there was a demand, then suddenly cats would indeed be harmed and killed in the yeah. making of the yes. purse. Yeah. That shit would change right away. Then, then there'd be some legit outrage because there'd be you know people would be killing cats for this very stupid, stupid, <laughs> stupid purse. Very. Right. I, I thought the purse it did kind of look cool though, didn't it? Like <laughs> no, it I had think- like. De- I think there are things that are cooler looking at on Google Chrome than like on a person you're talking to. Like if you were on a Tinder yeah. date and the girl showed up with that purse, you'd be like, I need to leave. 
would, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, New I York know, is man. like my, a desperate My standards are pretty market. low. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, we're both creative. <laughs> <laughs> it depends how hot she is. That's what it is. She's like an eight or above. We're both creative. Seven year old. Go get away from me. <laughs> how do you know it's not just like. She's not an eight or above. <laughs> how do you know it's not just her cat that like got hit by a car and she wanted to keep it forever. So she had it stuffed and had it made into a purse. Uh, you don't know that, but that doesn't make it any better. Keep it at home. <laughs> No, the, she wants the it with most, her all the time. The all, most all the time. tragic irony would be your cat gets hit by a taxi and you bring it to this taxidermist and you make it into a purse and you carry it around and one day you leave it in a cab. That's the saddest <laughs> possible timeline for your cat. I think it's a circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> so that's who, who this belongs to. This belongs to a sad cab driver who like it gets left in his car. Well, I've done my best to defend the uh, <laughs> the cat purse here. And by the way, just to specify, I, mean, I personally don't think it looks cool, but I think the person did a good job on it. It's I, symmetrical. I think it's a cool looking I thing. I think people should be free to buy or own it. I, I think it's gross, but I think the outrage is fake. Yes. Okay. And you know what? I was just going to go into the verdict. I agree. I think this is fake outrage. Uh, if, if Harambe, which I think is fake outrage, is fake outrage, if the dolphin being passed around is fake outrage, this is fake outrage too. So yes, fake I agree. I, it's, it's a bad idea, but fake outrage. <laughs> fake outrage, three for three. Although, um, that person would make, like, a million dollars on, like, a big uh, Harambe backpack. <laughs> like, you could, you could keep, like, a whole, like, a, a, con, a collapsed tent, tent in there. Yeah. Like, yeah, for, like, hiking. <laughs> and you can scare off bears with your backpack. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll, we'll end right there with the dead you animal just jokes. Cr crawl into Harambe, <laughs> unzip him, and, and live inside of him. And before uh, before we get out, as we always do, we open up the floor for our guests to let off some steam on some outrage. Mr. Haft, is there anything that oh, happened God. recently there that you so are upset about? Like there should be there should be five more topics right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, one of them for sure uh, that I brought up with you is the bombing. I think it's totally fake outrage. Uh, I think it's not scary. I think he was like a bullshit, shitty, like millennial terrorist who did a bad job um, because we don't have work ethic in this generation anymore. And if he was Wait, really you're blaming that on millennials, yeah, absolutely. Come on. And I think if he was like really, if we really wanted to blame immigrants on this, I don't think we can blame immigration for this because immigrants have work ethic. An immigrant <laughs> would have killed fifty people. Uh, and there and were two bombs, by the way. The guy went right, over two. This guy was here since he was seven. This guy was like living his shitty American no work ethic life and had a shitty American no work ethic terror attack. But as far as the outrage goes, you think that the outrage, the reaction to the, the outrage is fake because... Oh, I think it's fake because it's not scary here where it happened. But it's scary to every other American who's like, what if that happens in my town? It's not going to happen in your fucking town. Terrorists aren't coming to Maine. Terrorists aren't... That's not a Maine accent. I'm aware that that's not a Maine accent. <laughs> but terrorists are not striking soft targets uh, all over the U.S. It does something Sometimes happen like there was that stabbing in Minnesota, but that's a stabbing. Grow up. There were like five this week in New York, I bet. Well, there was another shooting this morning too, and I think Texas. That yeah, I read, and that so. was a white guy dressed up in a Nazi. Of course, it was a white guy. We, yeah. It's always a white guy I mean, when it's it a mass the shooting. shootings. Yeah, yeah. It, come on, let's. It's true. I almost felt upset uh, with the Orlando shooting because that's like white cultural appropriation. <laughs> uh, but that would that would be more fake outrage. I am I am a comedian. These are things that I say because I'm a comedian. Um, well, and I want to expand on what you said a minute ago. I have friends from all around the country. 
because, uh, you know, I worked at Disney and I've been places. And it was funny. The amount of texts that I got from people who live in out-of-the-way locations were oh, like, oh, yeah. my God, are you okay? Dude, like, I heard New York's on fire. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm at my apartment eating a tuna sandwich. Like, everything yeah. is fine. There was a big <laughs> trash fire on 23rd Street. Yeah. That's not the worst thing that's happened on 23rd Street lately. <laughs> and not the first trash fire that happened no. last month. It's, yeah, it, <laughs> I, I think the whole thing is dumb and he's just bad at being a terrorist. And I look forward to his trial because I hope he gets compared to all the terrorists. He's worse that he's worse than. Um, and I, I just whenever this happens, it becomes uh, sort of a a center point of fake outrage all over the country and really not as much where it happens when it happens in New York, because we've look, the bar here has been set at 9-11. And if you can't reach that bar, you're an underachiever and we're fine. Yeah, play the hits. Don't do your new material. Right, exactly. Okay, don't, um, so I, I feel like this gets used by the rest of the country to be like, we're so scared of the Browns. And whereas <laughs> yeah. in, in New York, we're fine. We don't care. It's like I buy food and get driven all. places by the Browns. Like right. I, I'm cool with both those things, you know? Yeah, and it's, it's – uh, and also just like factually – it, it always never makes sense factually, too, that these people are actually at risk from <laughs> refugees, which is the argument that they made lately, because that's the that's the immigrant scare lately. It's refugees. But the bomber's dad was a refugee who reported his son to the FBI. So, like, it's stop freaking out. You don't think that was all part of the master plan? Oh, yeah. To infiltrate sure it's the culture the of globalist agenda. And I don't have an Alex Jones impression beyond just uh, the globalist and the uh, uh, 1984. Like that's the, the end of my <laughs> don't tread on me. Don't tread on me. And it is. We mentioned this on the 9-11 episode, the 9-11 special we did a few weeks ago. With, oh, I'm so with glad a, you had one. With, with Sam Vednars, because she was talking about how the attitude on 9-11 here, until people knew what the magnitude was, was like, keep it moving, what the fuck, why is my train late? Which right. is the exact attitude that oh, people totally. had totally. last week. Well, and like, I, It actually benefited me because the train mm. skipped two extra stops. I got to work quicker on Saturday morning. So, hey. Thank you, Ahmed Ramadi. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nobody died. Everyone's out of the hospital. I got to work four minutes earlier. I feel like everybody wins. That's, I, yeah. I mean, I'm, <laughs> in New York is a place where if somebody, if a human being with thoughts and feelings and family and people they love and people that love them decides to jump in front of a train and end their life, they just get a million people mad at them. That's yeah. what happens in New York. Yeah. We do not, we, we... Uh, practice the most focused apathy of anybody on the planet. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And speaking of commuting. It's actually, you know what? I take that back because I did see uh, there was a video that was floating around the internet like a month ago of like a stabbing in Japan where like a guy stabs another guy at a bus stop and everyone else just keeps waiting for the bus. So <laughs> uh, look, uh, we invented that apathy. Japan has perfected Wait, it. Wait, so th that's two instances of white cultural appropriation they're taking away from us. I know. It's really not fair. <laughs> Although, I, to be. you know, it wasn't totally white because they didn't pull out their phones and go, World Star! Yeah. So. <laughs> I think the Japanese are known for their use of knives. You know, they're, that's, tr they're, that's true. They're artisans. <laughs> they probably, they probably sta stabbed with a little, uh, little flair. Oh, yeah. What it's thing? like I, Hollywood <laughs> makes me more scared of a Japanese guy with a knife than like than like anyone with a gun <laughs> exactly and so i think that's a good place to wrap it up right there sam had my fear of fumi abe <laughs> 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 yeah tommy kang is totally fine although it's a different kind of oh, asian actually so. well tommy i mean tommy was 
born, uh, Tommy was raised, his dad like runs a Taekwondo dojo. His hands are actually killing machines, <laughs> but he he just uh, hates himself so much more than he hates other people. So I, I, really? I don't feel like I'm in danger at all. He seems like such a positive like guy because I mean oh no positive positive like a like a golden retriever but like with Lou Gehrig's disease <laughs> <laughs> that's like very happy to see you but then like goes back to the couch and slowly dies. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Tommy. There we go. Check out Comedy Llama, by the way. That's yes, their podcast.com. It's my also podcast follow Sam Haft online at. I say other. T- awful things about him on on that show but definitely check it out he's sweet uh, uh yeah and follow me on twitter at sam haft hit us up give us an email tell us how much you hate us the fake outrage report at gmail.com and the twitter handle we've been not using for most of the existence of this show fake outrage rep will hopefully be using soon do it yes there we go get those cats stuffed peace and love everybody <laughs>